Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Doomed in the Dungeon with Henry and Caliber. I am the Caliber of Henry and Caliber. It's Henry. Greetings, all. Um, today, Thunder. From January 14th, 1999, and this Thunder was taped yep. a week prior, so it's back at the Richmond Coliseum, and the attendance number is the same, obviously, 8,597. I wonder why they taped it. Right, I don't, yeah, I, um, yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess it makes sense then, because what we'll see later on, I kept thinking, this is... Like, this is just like last week. Why is this like last week? Okay, now we know why it's like last week. Uh, probably cut costs. Um, then for later on, they tape Thunder, I think, with Nitro. Yeah, they did. They eventually just would do it right afterwards, which, god dang. Can you imagine meeting the crowd for that, and you're getting 2,000 Nitro and Thunder at the same time? Ooh, that's harsh living. That's nightmares. <laughs> uh, so we open up with um, the actual opening. If you're going to believe that. Like, it started right off with the opening. Yeah, all of that really awful opening. That yeah, with all the footage, yeah. that's just from Nitro. Like, none of it's from Thunder. <laughs> even though at this point, Thunder had been on the air for a year. Yeah, so our commentators are Shivani, Tanay, and Heenan. Yeah. And that's probably your basic yeah. Thunder commentary. They I'd don't say do so, yeah. Switch. That's and a no, good no, no Zabisco, no... It always gets a thumbs up for me when there's no Zabisco. And this... Okay, guys. As you listen to our previous... Show reviews. This Thunder does a total 180 <laughs> in programming. Yeah, it's it's almost like um like Kill Bill one and two. The first one was all action, not much dialogue, and then volume two came along and it was, it was just like all dialogue, dialogue, no action. Yeah, they were super lopsided. So last week's Thunder with Hogan and the Jenko <laughs> beating up LWO members. Oh man, later on he comes out in the biggest Jenko I've ever seen. <laughs> and talking for 45 minutes. Right. We get a ton of matches on this. Yeah, so we can start off with a match. This episode may go pretty quick. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the match didn't really run that long either. So the first match we got is Scott Putsky, who is the son of Ivan Putsky? Ivan Putsky, Polish w- power. Former WWE champion versus Bam Bam Bigelow, who they've been booking horribly in the last few weeks, I believe. Was Putsky, was he Was he the WWE champion at one point? I think back in like the 70s or something. I can't Google that. Yeah, I'm always muddy around those areas. Once we get to, once it gets to, to superstar Billy Graham, then I can do the whole lineage until... A little bit after Austin, but before that, it's like the Pedro Morales and stuff. I only at that point know Rogers and San Martino, and you know Graham and right. then Backlund, and then it's more right. It's easier, as you could tell. I don't watch much 1970s. No, it's it's so boring. Like especially WWE stuff, it's really bad. That's why I can't watch like the old school. <laughs> yeah, know, it's, program they have on the network. Like some of the older school NWA stuff, like I can do that because you know they're more concerned about match quality and stuff. But man, yeah, like but even then, going back to the seventies, it's just like it's it's bad. Like people people people's finishes were the abdominal stretch, the abdominal stretch. Really, like that's the finish. Like oh my god, when was the last time you ever saw that on? Right, TV? but I mean, when you watch these old matches, man, like the people are losing their mind. It's it always blows me away. But anyways, back to Bam Bam and, and Scott. This was like an extended squash match. Yeah, that's what I. Like, I mean, it's got a solid pace to it, but it's just like Bam Bam. He just 
beat the heck out of constantly. Scott. It was like it was like they were waiting for someone to go. Okay, you can go home now because like Putsky would like get a punch in and then Bam Bam would beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Play to the crowd. Putsky would get yeah. up. He beat the shit out of <laughs> Over and over. I can see what they did because they're trying to build Bam Bam up for the pay-per-view. Right. You know, but being up like lower cards like Scott Putsky isn't going to get you anywhere. Yeah, and then the crowd starts chanting Goldberg and oh, yeah. he's like, what? What Goldberg? And it's like, okay, what, what, what does Goldberg have to do with this? And then they don't say anything about Goldberg, the announcers. I'm still super confused about all this. And because Bam Bam was going to go on to feud with Goldberg in a couple of weeks. Like, right, I, yeah. You know, it's kind of like either he's kind of feuding, but he's not because there's rap that's involved with this. Like, I have I have no idea what's going on. So, yeah, there's no, really nothing much. It's a star and a half. They had to do what they had to do to build Bam Bam up. Yeah. I mean, because they've been doing such a terrible job, if you've yeah, heard awful. our other... You know, he has an awful DQ, double DQ with yep. Wrath, and then, you know, he's beating up lower carters like Pusky and yeah. Flynn. And, and then he was, yeah, he had a match with, with uh, Scott Hall. Yeah, which he was got just tasered. punches and clotheslines. Yeah. Like, how are you going to build this guy up to face your biggest star? Your Made him look like a putt. <laughs> totally, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he beats him with the greetings from Asbury Park. It was like an eight-minute match. Yeah. Even though it was I, just... It was probably one of the longer ring encounters yeah. we've had so far. But yeah, I went with the yeah, I went star and a half. Yeah, I mean, they had to do what they had to do. And then we... Oh, my God. We have a second match. We have a row. second one. Like, in what, am I, what, what am I watching? Right. Like, am I watching... What company is this? Am I watching WCW or am I watching something else? Right. Like, is this New Japan? Yeah. Uh... But it's, it's Norman Smiley and Prince Ikea. <laughs> I I always hated Prince Ikea. Um, I you don't you don't listen much to like something to wrestle or any of those kind of podcasts. But Conrad Thompson, the guy who hosts them, he always goes on about how much he hated Prince Ikea back then, and so did I. I I just WCW thought he, had a lot of those wrestlers that fans were just like, why is he right? Like, yeah, you have Conan, you have Prince. I, I remember I mean, watching Prince Ikea. I'm like. Who is this guy? Right, like why? You why, know, like he's, he's at one point he, he's beating Rey Mysterio. He was the cruiserweight champion. Like yeah, and then they really push him in a year from yeah, that at this point. Yeah, like a Prince knockoff because Vince Russo has a thing for Prince knockoffs for some reason. Right, you know, <laughs> like watching, he's coming out with purple. I'm is it Booker T's wife that is his Charmel? Is it Charmel at the beginning? I think it is. Yeah, he was going to Paisley, but I think you're right. I think it's Charmel. You know? Yeah. And then, like, you know, and he's getting all these, like, opening pay-per-view match yeah. spots for the title. Yeah, he just... was like, yeah, he was like a, like, in Johnny B. Bad in the early 90s. Oh, he opened Mark, every Mark, WC... Mara. He opened every WCW pay-per-view, and that's what Prince Ike eventually became. Yeah, and it's just like... He had no character. He had no substance to him. Nothing. All I knew is that he was like from Hawaii. Yeah, that was it. That you was, know? Yeah, he, <laughs> that was he, it. The only thing I ever knew about him was that uh, Boris Malenko trained him because Boris Malenko trained every yeah, guy. and because he said it when he came out when Jericho was doing the Man of a Thousand and Four Holds thing, which is still the funniest thing ever in wrestling. <laughs> and so Norman takes control of the match. It's another extended squad. It really man. is, yeah. I think it's just to build Norman and Chavo. I think so, you know? too. I, Norman does a pretty cool body slam here, though, that I... Yeah. We, like, he whips the guy. Like, there's a little momentum kind of swing to I it. I have to give a Prince of Ikea credit. Uh, he does a nice crossbody yeah, into he did. a pit. I was watching this episode with my dad. He's like, well, that was a good move. Yeah. You know? yeah and he, that I, was, the, I wrote that down, too, yeah. You know, and um, it's just basic wrestling. Um Probably just to get Norman over, yep. and Norman is over with the crowd. Yeah, I don't you know? remember him being this over, but he definitely Me either. Was. Like back in the day when I first watched WCW, 
I thought Norman was like the worst wrestler on the roster. When like, it first, it was like one of those uh, wrestlers that you wanted that you picked on the you picked like the your favorite wrestler like Sting on a right. video game. Yep. But then you just wanted a squash match, guy, so yep. you would just pick Norman Sting versus Norman Smiley on your video game, and you'd be satisfied that you beat up Norman Smiley. Yep. Yeah, like back in the day, everybody that was over was like a super badass. You know, like the NWO, Sting, Goldberg, DDP, Austin. Uh, you know, everyone at the top was just like a super badass. And then Norman Smiley had come along with magic written on his tights and like he wouldn't wear his knee pads so it looked like he was in his underwear, which is always weird. And he was always yeah, smiley. He, and he, it was just like, oh, what the fuck is this? One thing that really got me during this match is during the commentary, I guess they tried to make Mike Tanay heel announcer or something like that. And he's like yelling at Shivani and Heenan because they're saying Norman Smiley, but he's like, it's Smiley. Oh my God, the Smiley thing. <laughs> you know, it's like they're trying to make Tanay a heel the announcer smiley. and it's just come off so... And they, kept, they repeat yeah. that like all... Constantly, it was Smiley, Smiley, yeah. And, you know, because apparently Norman went to a Waffle House and everybody was going <laughs> on was Norman Smiley, but it's Smiley. <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was super weird. Yeah, you know, and so like Tanae's like yelling at him and stuff, and I was just like, "Why are they trying to make Mike Tanae right? like a heel announcer? Yeah, he doesn't come off as a heel. No, he's no Jesse Ventura, that's no, for sure. He certainly isn't. And thankfully, he's no Michael heel Michael Cole. Oh, yeah, man. I saw. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, watching wrestling on a wrestling program is doing fine. We get. A Jimmy Hart segment. Yes, he's We're, coming out and bringing back the first family. And uh, he says he, he, Mean Gene is interviewing him, and Hart says he's the best manager of all time, which he he's up there. He's but, up there, but you got to put Bobby Heenan and Jim Cornette before him any day. Yeah, any and day. Paul Heyman. Oh yeah, say, you know, yeah. you know, Jimmy. Hart. I mean, I, admittedly, I never saw a lot of Jimmy's Memphis stuff, so I can't attest to that. The only Jimmy Hart I know is WWE, WCW. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see any of his territorial work. Yeah, either. neither did I. I heard it was great, but. Um, so Mang and Barbarian are teaming up. Yeah, they're the new. Yeah, that's his choice for this tag team tournament that they're talking about. Uh, which they barely even touch on again. And the pop for this is nothing. Like, nobody cares that it's Ming and the Barbarian whatsoever. <laughs> These two guys were in the Dungeon of Doom. I yeah, say, they right? was, yeah, I was going to say, they were just like, what do you mean they're back? Like, did they ever not? Were they not? Like, I can remember Ming and Barbarian feuding with each other for, like, ever. Yeah, I thought that happened, too. Like, they were a tag team, then they fought, and then all of a sudden they were back. All right. <laughs> well, I guess this tag title tournament is still going on. It's probably just a Thunder exclusive because they right? don't mention it ever on Nitro. Ever. Nor do they even really mention it much. Yeah, here. Here. It's just like, oh, yeah, we have a tag title tournament right? because we have no tag champs. <laughs> For weeks. And then we get our favorite parts of the show. Yes. The recap. <laughs> the Nitro recap. <laughs> they literally went through. I thought they were just going to recap one part of it. No, they just started recapping Everything. 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 It's like the thing is on repeat. Yeah. And so it's just recapping Bischoff and Flair. Yep. And yep. you know how Flair's going to make Bischoff's life miserable. They pretty much do almost run the entire thing back again of him at the office, yeah. him in the truck. And he's you see him setting up the ring. It's just, I guess some people were like, you know... I don't like watching Nitro, so I think Thunder's the best right, yeah. show. So I guess they're... Um, it's like the Hulu version of Raw. Like, they just, <laughs> all right, we'll just, we'll just keep it meeting the potatoes here. <laughs> wow. We're, it's only like 11, like 12 minutes into this 
uh, podcast episode, we're like almost halfway through. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're going to have to think of something to talk about. Too much going on in this one. Yeah. And Jericho comes out with Ralphus. Yeah. Uh, he's hyping up sold out, so saying Saturn's gonna wear his dress. Yeah, um, <laughs> he looks huge. Like you can tell he's on his way to the WWE because Jericho looked real big here. He was looking real big. I always wondered what happened to Ralphus after WCW went under. Ah, uh, you know um, Jericho I, talked about it a couple years ago. He tried to get a hold of him, but like he just he couldn't, couldn't find, find him. him. Yeah. Because I was just wondering, like, what happened to him? You know. But then again, like, I. So I decided to look it up. Oh, okay. I was about I, to do that myself. All right. Um, from what I got from Reddit, a sub wrestling subreddit was like he was after WCW folded. He went back to truck driving or something. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, but other than that, he's kind of stayed under the radar. Yeah. You know, he hasn't made any like appearances at like any convention. Yeah, he hasn't done anything like that. You know, I also wondered. Whatever happened to Doug Dillinger, too? Oh, yeah. The security guy with the beard. Yeah, who... Did you look him up? I didn't look him up. I'm pretty sure he... I mean, if he passed away, some wrestling news site would have mentioned it. That's funny. When I type that in, the first thing that pops up is, Whatever happened to WCW security, Doug Dillinger? He was a former cop. Oh, yeah, he's been with Crockett since like the nineties. How about that? And since he retired, he retired uh, from the police department, um, and he lives with his wife Sarah. They've been married for over fifty years. Good for them. Uh, in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Uh, uh, he's probably just enjoying that retirement. Exactly. Yeah. Probably made a ton of money I'm working sure. for Turner. And yeah, I guess he was also a cop at the time. He was also so he's like a off-duty officer though. something like that yeah I guess in between the times I was always wondering I'm like why is this old dude like the head of security right <laughs> yeah, yeah I remember that too like the WWE had a security for a while do you remember the dude with the backwards driver hat and he was oh, like yeah. super jacked I remember that guy <laughs> that guy made sense that of security so now we get just uh, another match Jericho versus Van Hammer god like <laughs> Van, Van Hammer he's like he's like like the Virgil, he's like a, he's like a Virgil in a sense. Like, how are you maintaining this job? Like, I guess because the look, like that's it. Okay, was he heavy metal van? van he was, or, yeah. When he first and came. Now, this one because he dresses up as a hippie. Yeah, I don't know why he was dressed like a hippie because yeah, he was heavy metal Van Hammer. Couldn't play the guitar. Then he joined the Flock. Had the eyeliner and the pierced nipple. Then the flock was over. Now he's doing this, and eventually he's going to become Private Stash. Good MIA, right? <laughs> and then complain because Private is so low, so he becomes Major Stash because he's that big of a fucking douchebag. Like, holy shit. Yes, that is the, the sordid story of Van Hammer. It was a god-awful worker. Best match he ever had was against uh, Cactus Jack at Clash of the Champions. Something. I was going to say probably this one. <laughs> the <laughs> with Jericho. Yeah, I was just like... Jericho, man, so you know it's going to be somewhat decent. Yeah. So, uh, during the match, Saturn comes out to watch. Yeah, that's um, right, yeah. And his good. Tupac bandana. <laughs> Saturn's just going through a weird 90s it's, yeah. fashion. Right, yeah. Right now. He's, He's trying, trying to, to be Marilyn Manson. He's trying, trying, trying to find <laughs> something. Uh, I will give props to Van Hammer. He gets some offense in. He does a sweet spot that I, I, I'm sure I have seen, but I haven't seen it. If I was a wrestler, I'd steal it. Where he does a stalling standing suplex off the second rope. Oh yeah, I was gonna say a nice superplex. Yeah, that there. was that, I really liked that. That you was know? cool. I mean, Van Hammer's getting. I mean, Jericho's letting Van Hammer 
beat on Absolutely, him for a while. Yeah. yeah. You know, but um, to build up Jericho, he wins via the walls of Jericho. Yeah. I gave the match two stars for yeah, what it was. I you know? the, yeah, it was nothing because, offensive. I mean, it was just, a, once again... All these matches are actually serving purposes, right? Of um, yeah, getting it, getting the pay per view matches, yeah. you know, because Van Hammer's somehow going to get onto the pay per view, absolutely, you know, absolutely. <laughs> and Jericho's got his dress match with Saturn. Yep. Caliber's favorite moment. I, I remember I was I was typing something. I looked at it and I could see that that red glow at the corner of my eye. I was like, "Oh my god, are you serious? Are they fucking playing this interview again?" It's the Goldberg interviews. Was so. it the same one? I did. I just fast forwarded because I was like, I "Yeah, didn't... just like who's first and Hall's gonna get it." Yeah, and exactly. Like, Luger's a coward. I made you know, mistakes. You know. As I was watching this, I was thinking like, "Why isn't he on this show?" Like it's literally been since January fourth since anyone has ever seen Goldberg. Why aren't they delivering it? Now I see why, because it was preempted. Okay. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, Mang and Barbarian with Jimmy Hart versus Mike, Mike Anos and Bobby Duncan Jr. Yeah, like, oh. Okay, so. Sweet tag tournament, because I, I think Mike Enos <laughs> and fucking Bobby Duncan Jr., oh, they're close, man. Those guys are real stars. Uh, right? Mike Enos is. Only claim to fame is that he was in the ring with uh, the Mauler when Scott Hall came down uh, for the first time oh, yeah. and interrupted the match. That's his only claim to fame. <laughs> Steve, whatever his name was, like it was. Yeah, it was Steve. The, yeah, it wasn't Steve Kern. Was no, it? Uh, it's the uh, Steve Dahl. That's what it was. Yes, it was Mike Enos and Steve Dahl. Yes, the Mauler. Somehow Mike Enos is going to end up on sold out too. Yeah. Like, right? <laughs> I forget these guys having these guys because WCW's roster was huge. Oh, it was massive. You know, massive. like you forget half of these guys were even on the roster yeah. because they can't be featured every and they, show. And they have these weird kind of jobbers like Mike Enos or you know, Roadblock. No, I don't He was a that really guy. big, tall guy who would carry a road sign. Oh, was, and then you had like Jerry Flynn. Yeah, like, T Rantula. <laughs> like there was a bunch of weird little jobbers that they had. And there was like. Damien or yes, something. Yes, yeah, I remember Damien. Yes, yes, I do remember Damien. I remember when I first saw Damien's look, I was like, oh, this guy looks so badass. Right. And then, like, he jobs to Saturn. Yeah, like, exactly. Okay, he, no. It's like uh, Bruce Pritchard says, you know, you give someone a compliment and you go, and then the bell rings. It's like, once that bell rings, man, oftentimes it just don't work. Yeah, so this is part of the tag title tourney match. Yep. Um... They kind of have something going on. I was honestly getting into it. I mean, it was like a power match. Yeah, it was. Know? Like it, I was honestly getting into it, and then I fucking saw the NWO came. Yeah, because Duncan is doing a good job of being the face and yeah, barrel. Yeah, I thought you know? they did a, like, I, thought, I was like, okay, here it comes, here it comes, and then here comes the NWO, yeah, which I, leads to a no contest. Yeah. And, you know, matches like this piss me off because they're getting somewhere, and then... Like, it was like the Hayashi Mysterio match from right. Nitro. It was like, oh, man, this could be, like, a great Nitro match, and here comes Luger. Yeah. Out, you know? And it's, just like, and it's like, I get, like, I mean, dude, this is for the this is for the fucking tag belts, man. This is for the titles of your company, and you're, you're just treating it like a joke. Like, the NWO just deciding that they're not going to have a tag team tournament. Like, and it, it just, it was obnoxious. And well, it's just on repeat. Exactly. Like, we've, we've seen this every week. And then Hogan's wearing his Jankos. They were huge, man. Like, they were <laughs> massive. I couldn't believe how... I'd never wore Jinko that big, ever. He was swimming in them. <laughs> um, Hogan cuts a promo saying Nash is the best giant because Nash defeated the giant on Nitro, so Nash is now the giant of the NWO. It just, like, they didn't... Like, 
this was so nothing. Like, he, Hogan said nothing. Like, he just the same shit he always says. Like, uh, it's just clear they had nothing. It's just, it just makes it worse because all this stuff was cool in 96. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 97. Exactly. And at this point, it's just so tired and, like, I don't want to watch it. No, like, you know, I, I really don't give a I shit. I can understand why people start driving away in droves now right. like they did because it was just on repeat mode. Like, rinse and repeat. Here comes the NWO, you know, interfering and... And, and this Thunder does have a little breath of fresh air because a lot of the matches so far have had clean finishes. Yes, right? right? You yeah. know? They weren't yet. Yeah, uh, this is the first interference that we've had. And, uh, yeah, and it was irritating because it was in a match that I was getting into. And, um, so the NWO leave. Thank God. Thank God. Wrath um, uh, versus L Dandy. Brazil Dandy, baby. Which is no longer LWO. Right, yeah. He's no longer. Um,. I just wrote Wrath does Wrath stuff. <laughs> the Monster Squad. Yeah, it's basically um, what it was. Yeah, I found it funny that they like wrestle for like two minutes before the commentary kicks in. Right, yeah. yeah it was, it was yeah. just like a delay in commentary. And then Wrath is setting up El Dandy, the Bam Bam interferes. Yep. So Wrath technically wins via interference. Right, yeah, it's some yeah, there's um, something like that going on. So that's gonna so that probably makes it official for Wrath versus Bam Bam I pulled out. Yep. Um, because they never really have came out and said Wrath and Bam Bam are on the pay per view. Yeah, this yeah. I was like, so, okay, so at least they're so acknowledging they're, it, I guess. I guess. Uh, so they're doing something. I mean, they're building it up for what they need to. Um, so then we, <laughs> I re- literally wrote recaps NWO Hell a- Hell's Angels <laughs> Nitro. I think uh, it recaps the Nitro it, NWO matches. They recap everything. They looked at DDP Steiner, more of Bigelow and Wrath. We got the Giant Nash. The deal with Conan. Like, they literally went through all the big beats from last week. Like, we don't need to see this. No! Like, this could be built... We could be having more, like, segments for Sold Out. Because right? WCW is doing such a terrible job. Or just longer matches. Something. You know, just terrible job. Uh, or matches that mean more. Like, you know, just not all these... These are just lot extended squash right, yeah, matches. Yeah, that's exactly what they are. So... You know, but I get it served their purpose for the pay-per-view. I mean, there really isn't much to talk about these in these matches. No, That's why we're only 20 minutes in and we're almost right, done yeah, with the exactly. episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about it, right? I almost feel like okay, that. so this is where I give Nitro credit. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. There's a lot going yeah, on. Nitro. There really isn't anything going on on Thunder right now. No, yeah, Nitro is definitely the A-show. Because, yeah, it's definitely the A-show. So then sure. we get another match. Wow. All right, Matches. another one. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Disco Inferno versus Super Calo. You know, after that Tay match, I was like, i kind of more interested in seeing what Super Calo has to offer. Nothing. Nothing here. <laughs> um, starts off right away. Scott Hall sneaks to ringside. Yep. Um, and then Disco wins his chart buster. Yep. That's, that's literally it. And then... Star. <laughs> yeah. Hall comes in the ring and says, uh, we remember those who cross us and those who help us. Hulk and Nash want to talk to you. Disco runs to the back. And then Hall cuts a promo on Goldberg, basically, saying that he invented the ladder match and da-da-da-da-da, and he's got the thunder stick. And what, is, what was the first ladder match? Was it Michaels and Hall? Like or the very first one? Because, the well, very first one I know of was in the Calgary. Calgary. Oh, it was Kid and Dynamite Kid and... Uh, Big Daddy Richter? All I know is that... All I remember is a ladder Bret Hart... 
Junkyard Dog was in it. I know that yeah. much. Uh, and it was there was money. Up okay, there. so probably the first WWE. The WWE match. one was first WWE match. Ladder match was Sean and Brett at a house show. Uh, oh yeah, because Brett went to Sean saying. We did this thing up in Canada. Yeah. And Vince was like, all right, show me. Let me see it. And it's a great match. And then great. Um, WCW, I'm not entirely sure. All I remember is like Eddie and Six at Sold Out 97, which is one of my favorites. Oh, great match. I think uh, I think that is the first time WCW did a ladder match. Because they really didn't do ladder matches. Their thing was pole matches. Yeah. They, <laughs> they know they have this one. They had the, the Six Eddie one. They got this one. The Young Dragons. Versus uh, three count. count at New Blood Rising. Uh, I think that might be it. Yeah, they really didn't do a lot of ladder matches, surprisingly. Yeah, it was all pole matches. A lot of pole matches and a couple cage matches here and there. A couple. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, sometimes going when I like, go through the podcast or I'm watching stuff on the network... I was like, man, there's a lot more cage matches than I remember. That just kind of killed off the cage stipulation if you're always throwing two guys in they the always, cage. Yeah, they were always you know? doing the cage. It's like, always. Uh, we'll get to more in that in the right. year with weird stipulations. Oh, yeah. So we're at main event time, guys. Yep. Like, it's Wyndham and Henning. Hennig. Right. <laughs> Henning. Yeah, I just say Henning. That's versus good. Benoit and Mo- Mongo, because last week it was Benoit versus Wyndham, and then yeah. Henning... Came in, interfered, and the Mongo came in to make the save. So they were just like, "Oh, here we have a, um, we have a match." <laughs> uh, and this one was another one that I was getting into um, because they were doing pretty good, man. They kept solid power pace. They kept Mongo in the corner, kept cutting him off from the ring. A lot of quick tags and stuff. Once Benoit got in for the hot tag, then fucking Henning brings in a chair. And then we get Ric Flair coming out, and then we get David Flair. And it just kind of ends in a schmoz. Yep. And David gets beat up by the heels. Um, and then the show goes off air. Yep. That's Yeah, that was... So that right there... Okay, so the first three matches we got, they were clean finishes, and then the last four were all some, DQ or something. The last four... So we have seven matches on a two-hour pay, on a two-hour show. Yeah, and uh, over half of them are screwy finishes. Yeah, and the longest match was eight minutes. Like, who, wow, who would have tuned into this when this like, was live? Like, this was not even worth talking about, really. Right, like, yeah, like, like, why did I even bother watching? Right, like, nothing <laughs> happened on this show. Like, nothing. Nothing. Like the matches were all squashes, practically. Yeah. Um, I get it that they're trying to build people for the pay-per-view but WCW like stated earlier has done such a horrible job at selling this pay-per-view to people yeah. like at this point I if I were you know watching this when it happened and I had $30 to spend right. I wouldn't spend oh, it on this pay- no. pay-per-view no because there's nothing of substance to it no, I not mean at the all. only the only stories you really care about is Hall and Goldberg right. but Goldberg has been so like pushed to the back that why do you even care about that match you know like back in the day generally because you know especially people our age like back then your parents bought you the pay-per-views and you only got one a month and if you had to decide you know like between this 
Well, the 1999 Royal Rumble, I mean, that was, I think it was a pretty easy decision. Even yeah, though, but though the 1999 Royal Rumble was terrible. Awful. <laughs> awful. But back so, then, oh man, it was awesome. Like, yeah, like, I mean, um, the WWE it. name was already selling itself. Like, yeah. WWE Royal Rumble or WCW sold out where they X out the NWO and said, right. we're getting back, we're getting our company back after three years of getting beat up by the NWO. Yeah, actually, I, I saw some of the, the Royal Rumble vignettes, and I forgot how great they were with uh, Shane training Vince, and Vince is, like, doing the sit-ups, and you know, I hate Austin! I hate Austin! That was great. Yeah. Rumble was awful, but... Yeah, yeah. the Rumble was one of the worst Rumbles. Ever. Everybody, everybody complains about how, like, the 2014 and 2015 Rumbles are the worst. I'm like, did you watch 99? No, 2014 like, and 2015, in my recollection, were only bad because people wanted Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Because, right? Isn't that what it because was? Because the wrong guy won. Right, yeah. Although, you know? that one, I don't know which one it is, where it's got corporate Kane and Big Show. And 2014. Just, okay, is that the one where they're just clearing yeah. everyone out of the ring? and? Yeah, then The Rock comes out. Right. What? No, that would be 20. 15. Was it 2015? Yeah, because Batista won 2014 when they were trying to make yes, Batista. Yes, that's right. Trying to give Batista his title run as a face. Which and is so, like, oh, yeah, awesome. right? You know what, watching, looking back on it, I was watching, um, there's a new show on the network. It's called Timeline. Have you seen it? Uh, a little bit of it's, it. I like it a lot. I think it's got, got a really good premise. And it was the Daniel Bryan, uh, uh, Miz thing, uh, their timeline. And when you go back, man, and you see how over Daniel Bryan was, it's just, like, how could they have not immediately struck when Daniel Bryan was super over? Like, Daniel Bryan was, like, mega superstar level kind of over. Like, John Cena, Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. Austin type. I mean, obviously not mega super world, but, like, up there. You know, pretty up there. Organically built. The people loved him. And the fact that they took so long, it's just mind-boggling, man. Yeah. And it's just, like, watching that compared to this, like, 99 right. Thunder... I'm more invested in that. Than right, yeah, just say, yeah, like, more invested in more Why is Thunder things. even on at this point? I mean... At the, this point, okay, they drew another... They drew... The ratings uh, are still, yeah, higher than most cable shows at the time, so I you mean, know, I it see was just like, You can tell they don't give a crap about this. No, not even. They, I mean... They didn't give a crap when it started. Bischoff didn't want to do it. Well, other than Ted Turner saying, hey, here's $10 million yeah. a year for it. Well, you I know? thought they weren't paying for Night Thunder. I thought that's what the case was. Like... I've, I've heard was, different, different I remember stories. Bischoff saying that it was like, yeah, but we're not going to pay for it. Like, you're doing Thunder, but we're not paying for it. He said something like that. I guess I... And I thought I read somewhere that Ted Turner said $10 million for it or something like that. I don't I guess I can Google it. Yeah. I mean, we've got plenty of time to... Right. And at this point, Saturday night is dead. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I, I guess I didn't also didn't know this. The NWO used to wrestle on Saturday night. They did. Mm-hmm. Probably the B team. Uh, no, it was like Nash and Holland. But apparently, what they would During do. During this time period. Mm-hmm. Not this. No, not this time period. When the NWO first started. Well, yeah, because that was like their second major show. Yeah, I had no idea. I, but I, they wouldn't come out. Like they would send in. Do you remember when they would do the empty arena matches? Do you Do you ever see that? Uh, not the NWO ones. Yeah. The only one I really know of is Mankind and Rock. Well, the NWO used to, like, before Nitro would go on the air, they would go in and have a match with, like, it'd be Holland Nash versus two jobbers <laughs> named, like, Bud Smokey Green and something else. <laughs> and they would do the ring introductions and everything. It would be filmed with a hand camcorder in black and white. And then they would 
the idea would be that they bought time on WCW and they uh, sent in the match. Yeah, so I thought it was a pretty clever way of handling that. Yeah. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday didn't end up getting pulled until... 2000. Yeah, it was 2000. Well, then again, Saturday night was kind of becoming their, like, developmental show. Right. Kind of like NXT. It's today. like, yeah, where you'd see Glacier and you, all the other Yeah, guys. you'd see the power plant guys. Yeah. Um, wrestle, get some time out I, in front of an audience. It had to have been better than Thunder. I mean, there's just Probably. no... There's just no way it was worse than what Thunder is. I mean, I'm agreeing with the Wrestling Observer newsletter that this was the worst show of 1999. Is that is that who got it? Yeah, for yeah. the year. Weekly show was WCW Thunder. That's pretty think, much a slam dunk, yeah. You know, and I think the year... And then the year afterwards, 2000, got it too. Did Thunder. it? How could it have beaten Nitro? Though? Well, you're getting Mean Gene Okerlund matches on Thunder. Really? <laughs> yeah. I just watched this... Uh, I was reading, I was finishing up Death of WCW, and they're talking about like Buff and Mean Gene versus Mark Madden and someone else in a tag match. Uh, was this like <laughs> tail end 2000 or something? I don't remember that. It was at like all. in August of 2000. Okay. And, yeah, I don't remember uh, it that. was on Thunder. So when you reviewed, uh, when you reviewed WCW 2000, you didn't have access right, to Right, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and so and then the next week, they brought out Mean Gene for another match versus Mark Madden. Thunder? Yeah. Wow. It's, I, I will show you. <laughs> That's funny because, yeah, like, they don't even, like, even on the Nitros, they never talked about that because I never heard of that ever. And it was, it was. Wow. So, yeah. Does Gene take a bump? Does he actually do any bumps? No. Okay, I was going to say, I couldn't like, imagine. Mark Madden just, like, chokes him. <laughs> that sounds about right, I guess. <laughs> we could do a walk along. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? Let's do it. I mean, we got plenty of time to kill, guys. Right, yeah. This Thunder episode was crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know? We, right? we, we, we want to give you some fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so Thunder, it's in 2000, and if you want to watch along with us, yeah. Um, because these watch along, that watch along episode we had, your brother actually sent me a a photo of Giant Gonzalez and Undertaker indicating <laughs> that he watched it. Okay, so and I was just like, <laughs> and I watched it to our uh, watch along, and I was just like, you know, I can't watch this match without this. Right? Commentary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we make it. We All make right, it. so it'd be in August like sixteenth or something. I oh my god, I right realized I remembered the date. Right. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> Ugh. These, these, oh, there you oh, go. Oh, there it is. It's right there. <laughs> okay, so it's towards the end of the show. It's too. the end of the show. Wow, <laughs> Mean Gene's main event. <laughs> Miss Hancock, what? Is that when David Flair, like, proposes to her? Miss <laughs> Hancock's doing oh. wow. Flair in the ring. Let's see. Rection. Oakland asks Norman for advice. Tank Abbott. Mark Madden's feeling confident. Team Canada versus the Misfits. No, thank you. Rick Steiner interview. There you go. There we go. Okay, so you want to go to Mark Madden versus... It's towards the end of the episode. It's at 54 minutes and 46 seconds. Yep, of the uh, August 16th, 2000 Nitro. We'll let you guys get there. You're there now, I assume. And, uh, all right, we're going to hit it. I'm going to go one, two, three, go. And on go, we will uh, hit play. So, three, two, one... Go! Mark Bannon's coming out with a LeVon Kirkland jersey. Because he's from Pittsburgh, I think. Is that what he's from? Yeah. 
man. Um, the best looking big man, it says. <laughs> he is very fat. And it's like just all in his love handle area. Like, oh my god. And he's like the worst uh, um, commentator. Of he all is. Time. He is unbearable. Like, unbearable at points, man. The only reason why I recognize this jersey was because this player, LeVon Kirkland, played for Seattle for. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was just big as. He was big as Mark Madden, but in better shape. <laughs> and he played one year, and he was like a defensive tackle, but he played linebacker. <laughs> he played just for one year? In Seattle. Wow. Okay, so Mark Madden is saying that Mean Gene's in trouble. Okay. Because for some reason they're feuding. I don't Yeah, I don't know why they would be feuding. Like, why would Russo be... I could just picture Russo going like, okay, Mean Gene, bro. <laughs> we're going to get you over in the ring, bro. <laughs> You haven't had a man. We want to see, people don't want to see an interview. They want to see you wrestle. It's like Just the like Nitro Girls. Ugh. <laughs> I'm going to drive Kimberly Page out of the company, <laughs> bro. Okay, so now here comes Mean Gene in a hockey jersey and some sweatpants. I can't believe they got Gene in a match. That's insane. <laughs> oh, the things we do for you people. Right? Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> No kidding. They must be in wherever this area of Canada yeah, is. Yeah, I guess. Why is he promoting that? Cam Loops. Well, and then there's a Canadian flag right there. This is probably where they also had. Uh... Oh yeah, it must have been because New Blood Rising. That was in yeah. August, and that was in Canada. Kid wearing the rock shirt. He's probably like, oh crap, I'm <laughs> in the wrong wrestling show. You know what? Always kind of annoys me is when the wrestling guys bring their belts to the show. Oh yeah. Okay. Gene's cutting a promo. What's he telling him? He's just going to kick his ass? Probably. Why am I... Okay. What? God, Madden was so horrible. He started... God, he started to do all these Jay from Jane and Bob thing. Like, he would be always be like, Snoochie Boochies! Oh my God! Oh, he was just the worst, like, dude. Catfight! Yeah, he was... Fight. He's one of the top three worst announcers I've ever heard in my life. Where did they do this guy up? I don't know. I, apparently, he'd been with the company forever, and he's also he was like a wrestling journalist. Oh yeah, he he outed Bill Watts as racial. He's something remarks, like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're doing a pose off, and Gene's telling him to take his jersey off. He's gonna sucker punch him when he does, <laughs> idiot. Oh, he's wearing a, just wearing a typical WCW shirt. I hate that logo. Gene. I hate it. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. So he's telling he's telling Matt to take his shirt off. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why are we getting a fucking close up of it, man? So uh Why is he just listening to me and Gene tell him to take off his clothes? Oh my god, Gene. Gene. Oh my god! <laughs> Horrible punch, like the worst punch ever. You've been in the business for how long? <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> He's moving in slow motion. <laughs> Look at that show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's gonna choke him and then grab his other hand. Like, how does that make the choke worse? Like, I'm grabbing my knee and then grabbing my other forearm. That's not impacting it at all. Here comes Norman Smiley. Thank God. <laughs> this is awful. <laughs> That's just what bothers me. Like, I don't get and it. And then we got... Who the fuck is this guy? Oh. The, the pirate dude. The pirate, <laughs> the pirate guy, Carl P.R. Lefebvre, whatever. Yeah. 
Did you know he's a, he was an ROH champion? Yes, yeah, right now, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, he <laughs> looks completely different. Carl Madden is it. just choking me. Oh, big veto, bro. <laughs> Should be in the Hall of Fame, bro. Did dress, bro. Did everything he was told to. For those who don't know, he was on... He's uh, uh, Vince Russo's buddy. And was saying about how, you know, he could be a Hall of Famer. He did everything he was told. Okay, buddy. Okay. You Not like you won people. any major titles or anything. So, Mean Gene is, like, up now. Mark Matt. <laughs> okay. All right. Like, I just... I, it's just... It's weird to me. It's like, you guys have been in the business for how long? And you don't know how to... Like, you don't even... Like, it looks like you've never seen a wrestling match in your entire life. <laughs> you and I could get in a ring right now, and I guarantee you have a better match than this. Oh, yeah. This is so slow, dude. So slow. <laughs> oh, that was Was like a headbutt to his shoulder? <laughs> Something. That would hurt you way more. Connor and Cowboy proved that. Is he going to choke him some more? What is I he think he's going to go for a Vader bomb. I know, Gladdy. <laughs> right? I agree. This is horrible. Who the hell is that? Pamela Paulshock. Who was she? Was she was like an was interviewer. An interviewer, right? Was she late for her cue or something? Like, why uh, is he taking forever? Okay, hurry up with the fucking groin shot. Typical. Oh. Of course he's not taking that bump. No. <laughs> was he going to get pinned from that? Yep. And Mean Gene wins. Wow. Okay, we'll just stay with this thunder for the rest of the remaining podcast. We'll see, we'll see what thunder's got to throw at us here. My Paula shot girl, she's pretty, pretty attractive. I'm surprised she wasn't around more. She was probably around like the dying days, you know. This was, and then yeah, this is the dying days. And then once WCW went under, she never got a WWE contract. <laughs> yeah, one eight hundred collect. Sponsoring oh. Thunder. Yeah, I don't know. You guys, yeah, some of you younger cats may not know, but Call and Collect was a big deal yeah. back in the day. And cell phones for free talk. You had to wait yep. till 9 p.m. Yep, that's right. Yes. Otherwise, your minutes and everything. The minutes, the minutes, yes. In the backstage, we got the cat. I didn't like when the cat went blonde. I, I don't know. It always signified the part of his career where I didn't okay. think he was at his best. Was this after he was commissioner? During, I believe. Right around that time, yeah. It's, I think he might be commissioner. So Vito's just yelling at him. So that match put uh, Zeus and Abdullah to shame. <laughs> well, I'd rather watch that any day because if I recall, Abdullah and Zeus was like a 10, 15 minute match, wasn't it? Yeah. It like was, he went on forever. And it was just Zeus clubbing him. That's for all like, he ever <laughs> did. And the, the duel tries to pull out the fork and then like yeah it was hands down the worst uh, match I've ever seen wow what the fuck is this what is what is Jeff Jarrett doing out on the beach with Tony Schiavone some sort of interview it looked like 
This was let's see. When did Jarrett come back to WCW? It was ninety nine. Yeah. After No Mercy. Yes, that's right. Because yeah. um, I remember, I just read that you know he was Intercontinental Champ at that point, yep. and then um, his contract ended the day before the pay per view, and yep. McMahon was like. Uh, well, and Jared had every right to be like, "Hey, if I'm going to work the show, I better be paid." Yeah, you I mean, know? I'm yeah. not just going to do a free show for you. Yeah, he wasn't. Uh, yeah, because I always thought he was holding Vince up for money. He never was. He was just holding him up for the money he was already owed. He was like, yeah. you know, cause because because Jared had to take like what a hundred thousand dollar pay cut. When yeah, it was something it, like business that. Business was booming at that point, so. Um. <clears throat> yeah, he really went all over the place for a little while there, because yeah, he was like. He was WWE for a while when he was at his most over as Double J, and then he went to WCW. Then back. Then back, and then back again. And then now he's back. Is he? He's, that's right. He's behind the scenes now, right? Yeah, he's. Uh, he once he when Vince was like, he's never gonna come back here. Vince always says that about everybody. Always says that, you know. And so he's in the Hall of Fame now, you know. Yeah, that's right. You ever think we'll see CM Punk? I don't know with this retribution stuff that they're teasing about. They're, right. You know. Um, I remember some people because I was just watching SmackDown and this like group of like masked NWO people. Right. Order. They come in and they destroy the the place. Don't I they? Was like, yeah. I was just telling my sister. I was just like, it's just another NWO rehab. Yeah. NWO next. You need you need another one every five years. Or right. So. You know, but the angle that they could do with this, which I don't know if that's where they're going. I haven't been. I don't watch. But um, like you know where they had all those people that were just fired. Uh, that'd be cool if they was all them. came back. Yeah, okay. if they were coming back. Like, well, oh. some of those guys signed with AEW. That's okay. That's Zach true. Ryder went to AEW. Right. Um, and shit, Cam- a whole bunch of them. Eric Young, Cameron went Hawkins. to AEW. Went to AEW. Uh, Hawkins, I think, went somewhere else. Didn't he go to TNA? I think he went to. TNA. Yeah, it was Eric Young, Hawkins, the Good Brothers. Um, Rusev is retired. I think. Is he really retired? Uh, he's focusing on like his Twitch streams, playing video games. Yeah. Wow, I wonder he- if he does that good. Is Lana still with the WWE? Yes, she's still doing that Bobby Lashley still thing. Yeah, still. I, that's uh, last I checked. I mean, I haven't watched Raw in months because it's always on when I'm in bed. Right. Know? This fucking interview is still going on. Oh my god. This is when they were trying to really push Jared as champion, wasn't it? Yeah, they were trying to do something, man. It won't let us go past. <laughs> I'm trying to skip to the next thing because I don't know. What, ah, this is irritating me. Fuck it. I'm hit the, we're going to hit the next match button right now. So, you guys hit the next match button. When I count to three, when I go one, two, three, go, hit the next match button. One, two, three, go. Okay, so if you need to adjust, we're at 110. Yeah, 110. I'll, give you, I'll hold on for a second, give you guys six to adjust. One ten twenty five of the August 16th, 2000 Thunder. Looking right now at Carl Ouellette. All he right. used to play a pirate in That's the WWE. Just, I honestly always thought he did have one eye because he wore that patch all the time. Uh, one, two, three, go. He doesn't stick around with uh, Team Canada for too long, if I recall. When did Jim Duggan turn That's what I was. Yeah, That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I think it's coming up. <laughs> The Rave. The Rave? rave? Yeah, what kind of name is that? Yo, bro, we're going to name you after a big old dance, You're a party. You're an illegal party, bro. (laughs) Everyone's on X. They love you, bro. You got the look, bro. Shawn Michaels hates you, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, yeah. He didn't want a job to Nash. I'm just actually 
Now he's facing Vito. Yep. These guys were just out in the ring. Like, then they just stay out. Right? <laughs> they were just out there. So we got Big Vito versus Carl Ouellette. Got the stick ball. Honestly, like, when him and the other guy and Tony Marinara first came on, I kind of thought the gimmick worked. You yeah, like, full-blooded Italian. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that works. That's a cool It was one. the FBI, right? No. The FBI oh, was the, ECW. The ECW? Yeah, this was their version of the FBI. Oh, Mama Luke's. Mama yeah. Luke's. And yeah, and then when they went over to the WWE, then he actually did join the FBI <laughs> with Chuck Palumbo. And uh, Nunzio was Yeah, Luke Guido. You know, looking back, Nunzio was an underrated wrestler. He definitely was. I, yeah, the fact he didn't become more big time is... Uh... So what is that guy doing wearing, like... <laughs> did you see that guy that has no shirt on in the crowd? It's, where's he at? He was just like... Uh... Is he in the front row or like? He's like couple rows back. Hard camera. He's like just as a Chippendale dancer. <laughs> it's like, okay, all right, only, right there. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is that? All right. Only in Canada. Only in Canada. W- WCW Thunder taping. Only in Canada. All right, so oh, that's not a bad. Not a bad setup. Yeah, I'm not usually a fan of Irish whips because there's it's just so evident that it's fake. Yeah. They're really pushing this Team Canada thing, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they try to make team like they I mean, say what you will about Russo and Lord knows I hate him. I don't hate him, but I mean just I think he's obnoxious. Um but uh, he really pushed Lance, you know, he really tried to give Lance something to do. And doesn't like General Rection join Team Canada? Or is he just feuding? Just with feuds, yeah. He, yeah, I'm pretty sure he never joined him. Yeah, he was like it was the, Jim Duggan, that yes. Detroit America, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest heel turn ever. I even literally think it's on WCW's. Uh, oh my God, the top fifty <laughs> WCW one. I'm pretty sure that it's on there. Why? <laughs> I don't because they because they're probably looking at it like where the fuck are we gonna get fifty moments from? <laughs> All right, let's throw Duggan up there. <laughs> Turning heel. All right, we'll throw Duggan a bone. All right, so Vito's on the top rope, doing the savage with elbow. That's pretty good, pretty good elbow. Yeah, I mean, you know, this isn't a bad TV match. I'll no, give them that. Yeah. They're actually doing something. They're actually wrestling. You think it'll be a clean finish or a DQ finish? As much as I've seen with WCW, uh, probably a dirty finish. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Somebody's gonna come out. Yeah, there's gonna be something. I'll be surprised if it's a clean finish. Right. Like someone from Team Canada is gonna come out and yep. screw it up. See, the crowd's already, like, looking for somebody. Yeah, see, everyone, yeah, everyone looks to the doorway because they they've been conditioned. I, I remember when I was, like, probably 13, my friend gave me a sidewalk slam. That thing hurts. Oh, yeah. Knocks the wind out of you. Oh. Yeah, that's a big, big boy, splash. too. Big splash. Oh. You see all those people just like looking over to the like entrance way. Everyone's sitting on their hands too. Nobody gives a shit about this. Yeah, and they're in Canada too. <laughs> right? Usually the Canadian guys get loud pops. But everybody's like, who is this guy? Uh Lance Storm said when he was in the ring at uh um the pay per view that takes place in Canada here, New Blood Rising. Yeah. So when Brett came out, he said... It was so loud. Yeah, that he couldn't even hear the guy standing next to him. It was Jacques Rougeau, I think. Yeah. 
And then Russo wanted Rougeau to get in the ring. I was like, what? <laughs> okay. Bro, you were the Mountie, bro. The Mountie, bro. You were handsome and strong, bro. Canadian justice. And the Mountie always got his way, bro. Always gets his man. I was just watching that, actually. Him and the boss man. Oh, in the... In the New York prison fight. That's the SummerSlam thing? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Yeah. 91, I believe. 90 was when he was uh, hanging with Hulk, taking on Earthquake. This is actually a pretty good match. Yeah. <laughs> Holy it, shit! It ended clean. Wow! And it ended clean. That was a good TV match. Yeah, it really was. I mean, when Vito can, gets in the ring, he can go. Yeah, he was know? perfectly fine here. This was fun. Wow. I did not expect any of that. Oh, now here we go. Now here we go. We got this dude. It's Reno. Wasn't that like his tag partner? Yeah, at one point. And yeah, we never saw Reno after WCW. What the fuck? <laughs> Dusty Rose. <laughs> There's a guy who just held up a sign that says WWF sucks. In August of 2000? Wow. That guy has horrible taste. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Ooh, that was right. The ding ding. Ugh. He almost botched that. Yeah, so that was not pretty. Alright, he seems okay though. Is this a match now? <laughs> right? <laughs> like He kinda looks like uh Batista when he was Leviathan. Oh yeah. Oh, that's an impromptu. <laughs> oh. That's kind of a weird finish. Like no nothing of him hit the ground. It was like that guy took it all on his back. <laughs> A white ass back though. He's got the steel chair. The steel chair. And Carla is just laying there. Right. And who's is that? Kidman. Well, that was a hell of a jump. <laughs> I still don't know who this is. I can't tell. I think it's Kidman. It's gotta be. Try and power bomb him. Then I'll know. Yeah. I'm guy? still not sure. Is that guy? Okay, I'm almost... I... I... It's that guy. That guy seemed... Is that... I think that's... I'm pretty sure that's Kidman. Wasn't that Kidman's finisher? Yeah, I think so. Now, Chuck Palumbo... All these guys are now running in... Yeah. Uh, what was their group called? Natural Born Thrillers. Yeah, there goes Stasiak, Palumbo... Uh, uh, Gingerack. Yeah, Gingerack, that's right. Oh, it is oh, Kidman. Kidman. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I've just heard it. Wait, nice. when, did, when did Kidman become Superman? <laughs> He's literally taking them all out. Yeah. I think they made a mistake when uh, Luger and Henning were feuding with like Palumbo and Stasiak. Stasiak should have been feuding with Luger and Palumbo should have been feuding right, with, uh, so yeah, with definitely. Mr. Perfect. Because Stasiak has more of a Luger build than he does a... Definitely. Know, he looks like a mini Lex Luger. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Plumbo, I mean, looked good, but he just. Oh, yeah. here's your favorite Devil Horned Ray. Oh, <laughs> God. Poor Ray, man. <laughs> Listening to horrible rap music. Oh, God awful. Well, that was kind of a cool spot. I'll give him that. There are a lot of people in the ring right now Conan. Disco. Disco. There's this big old brawl going right? on. <laughs> 
looks like that time when Austin came down and stunned all the invasion people. Crowd went crazy. Oh, it was, oh, one of the, this crowd isn't going crazy. This crowd isn't doing anything. You have been eliminated from the Battle Royal. Yes. So have you. And, oh, that guy still can be in it. <laughs> oh, that's right. Kidman was a filthy animal. Horrible group. Awful. Now here's Team Canada. Yeah, I was going to say, what's taking Team Canada so long? Uh, Lance Storm. But they have no reaction. There's too many factions at this point. Yeah, and most of them weren't cool. Like, Team Canada was the only one I liked. And that's just because of Lance. Well, yeah, I think... Now they're back at it again! <laughs> <laughs> Seems like they had it settled. Uh, well, you gotta go out on a high note, I right? guess. You know, this was more exciting than the Thunder we just watched. Oh, infinitely, man. I, yeah. You know, I'd rather watch a Mean Gene Oakland match than yeah. what I saw on the 99. Oh, poor oh. awesome. Is this... Fat chick thriller, or <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't know. What, I don't know what version of Austin this is. Wasn't he on Team Canada for a minute? He might have been. Um, I, I know it's not that '70s guy because he's not wearing a leisure suit. Yeah, bro, that '70s show is one of the biggest things, bro. We're gonna bro. have to capitalize. You drive a bus. It'll be color. It'll be awesome, bro. bro. Ratings. All right, so. We might as well call it, we'll call it there because we're about yeah. to run out of time anyways. So, yeah, Thunder from 99, horrible. Rather watch August 2000. Yeah, amazingly, yeah, amazingly <laughs> Thunder know, from 2000 was, was infinitely more entertaining than uh, the 1999 one. The 1991 was just boring. The matches had to do what they had to do, but it just didn't have any substance. They were all squashes. Um, so, yeah, and we had to fill time. Because, right, yeah, exactly, yeah, right? <laughs> or, and we didn't want to cheap you out with half an episode. That's right. At least you get a nice little impromptu watch-along. And now Goldberg's beat up Rick Steiner. Yep, and taking his phone call, using his minutes. Yeah, kids. That, that's Be right. lucky you have infinity minutes. That's now. right. So when Goldberg gets you with a pipe, you don't have to worry about it. All right, like always, you can find other work from us. I'm at henrymoviereviews.com for movie reviews. And Caliber's at... Scrublife.wordpress.com Or you just, you know, search Man Movie Encyclopedia, 411 Mania. All sorts of good stuff. All sorts of good stuff. Um, We will catch you later. Yes, take care, guys.